Welcome to the Christ and All podcast. My name is Taylor Easley, and as always, I am joined by the Chad Hunsberger. Mm, thanks. For that. <laughs> How are you doing, Chad? All is well. Of course it is. Yep. Um, no, all is well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in the middle of our Timothy Project Conference yeah, yeah. 2023, and we are having so much fun. It's going great. It's really been great. Um, it's been a blessing to my heart for sure. And I know that all of these pastors are appreciating any, appreciating it too. Um, so as I mentioned in the previous episode mm-hmm. that aired last week, um, we are we have the pleasure of having our main session speakers um, joining us on the podcast. So today we have a very special guest. Um, Dr. Jim Shaddix. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here, Taylor. Thank I'm you. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you're yeah. here, too. Um, I got to hear you on Sunday, actually. You preached at Colonial Heights um, on a Sunday morning, and I was so blessed by your sermon. It was it was excellent, and it just, it just, in the season of life that I'm in, I just really, I just really needed it. So thank you oh, for the allowing the Lord to use you. Oh, it's always good to hear how God uses His Word. Thank That's you. right. Um, okay, so on Chad, by the way, on Onisiphorus, <laughs> this dude like three verses you I'm like, okay. I know that was, an entire that was sermon so about a guy that's mentioned what once like or twice. Three verses about a guy, <laughs> but so rich. It's like, oh, that was great reminder that the word like even three random verses that seem to be overlooked so good for us. Nothing's in the Bible by accident. That's right. That's right. right. Okay, so um, as I've stated before, uh, this podcast is called Christ in All, and so we focus on on how we see Christ in every Mm -hmm. aspect of life. And um, and the, the theme of the Timothy Project Conference is pray and proclaim. So Chad, with those two ideas mm-hmm. in mind, what are we talking about today specifically? Yeah. So uh, pray and proclaim this idea. I mentioned it before, but Acts 6-4, the apostles are going to devote themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And so we have been thinking about uh, those two categories and specifically uh, asked Jim to, to speak on uh, the part of the ministry of the word that is the proclamation, the preaching of the word. And um, certainly in part because you are a professor of preaching um, and uh, that is that is something that you do uh, for your day job at Southeastern Seminary, right? And we're thankful for that. But as you would describe yourself, it's really because you are a preacher, uh, right? I, it's exactly right. And I tell people that all the time. Uh, when I first began to sense uh, the the Lord may be leading down the, the road to theological education. That was something I hadn't signed up for. In mm-hmm. fact, I had swore I'd never do that and uh, even do advanced studies, you know, mm-hmm. to prepare for that. But I, you know, I sat down with my mentor, Dr. Roy Fish at Southwestern Seminary, and I said, Dr. Fish, I, I don't know about this. I've got to preach. Uh, because that's, that's the mm-hmm. primary calling of my life. And I never will forget him saying, uh, he said, Jim, you'll preach more as a seminary professor than you ever did or do as mm-hmm. a pastor. And I and, and he was right. Mm-hmm. He's exactly but had he not said that, I don't think I would have done it. Uh-huh. Because I just know that, that my first calling is yeah. is to preach. Yeah. So, so uh, I have not heard the sermon you're going to preach this afternoon. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it, but uh <laughs> but uh you 
you are planning to speak to a room that is primarily preachers, uh, certainly some other ministry leaders, but those who have the work of teaching, preaching. So give us a little insight as to like the ministry of the word, the preaching of the word. Okay. What, you know, what are you going to encourage us or tell yeah. us as a church member, even kind of thinking of it from that lens? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for the assignment. Um, I love uh, to preach and I love to teach, uh, but I also love to preach on. Uh, I love to preach and I love to teach preaching, but I also love to preach on preaching. Mm-hmm. And and you know the Bible. Uh, there are not a ton of passages in the Bible that are specifically on that subject, uh, because the Bible wasn't given to us to be a homiletical textbook right, right. or a book of sermons. Even that's not its purpose. But woven into the redemptive plan of God, there are some challenges uh, along the way to preachers. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when I have the opportunity to preach on preaching, that, you know, that is especially uh, it's challenging, but it's a, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a rich journey. Um, uh, I'm going to preach today on a, on a passage that is uh, it is new territory for me. Mm. Uh, I'll actually say this at the beginning of the message that um, you know this this was something that God uh, you know began to drive me into this text in Jeremiah 23, mm. uh, probably a year and a half to two years ago, and it was it's one of those deals where. You know, I began wrestling with it as it applies to my own life, but then as we preachers do, I begin to say, Lord, when do I get to preach this? You know, because I didn't have at that time, there wasn't, you know, an immediate context. Well, here we are a year and a half to two years later, and God uh, has given me um, in His grace two venues this spring mm. that I looked at and I said, this is this is what we need yeah. to deal with, both being pastors' conferences, yeah. pastors' gatherings where there would be preachers. So um, I'm excited, uh, but I'm also very burdened because mm-hmm. this passage has worn me out. It has some incredible challenges uh, to the contemporary context mm-hmm. on some of the things that are going on. Interesting, particularly in exposition, you know, which is, mm-hmm. you know, is the value I think that we share, exposing the right meaning of the text. But there are some pitfalls uh, that if uh, expositors of God's Word are not careful with, they can fall into, yeah. you know. And yeah. so uh, it's, it's a heavy passage. It's a passage of judgment. But I think because God included it in... Uh, the canon of inspired scripture, it's put there to be a warning and a challenge to yeah. preachers in all generations, yeah. you know, so. Good. Yeah. So help us think through, um, again, kind of the, the primary listener on this podcast is probably a, just a church member. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those probably Colonial Heights members, but some from other places. And um, help us think through why preaching is healthy, good, necessary even. Yeah. Um, why can't we just have Bible study teaching? Yeah. Like what, what's the, those, those kind of why is it necessary kind of questions. If I'm a church member, why do I need that? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and, you know, the, 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 sh- the first answer we give, we, we, you know, we have to give is because God ordained it, mm-hmm. you know, and really period, end of discussion, right. you know. Right. 
even if we didn't understand its value, you can't look at the pages of Scripture, you know, on this side of the cross, in the New Testament even, not just the Old Testament prophets, sure. but today. You know, Paul in 1 Corinthians talks about God ordaining a foolish message uh, f- uh, for, you know, in, in the cross, but also ordaining a foolish means of mm, communicating yeah, that message yeah. and preaching. Uh, as well as foolish people, you know, weak individuals in the eyes of the world to be proclaiming it. So God's ordained it, I I think, you know, though I I don't claim to be able to get my arms completely around it, I think a part of that uh, is uh, he has ordained uh, gifts, uh, gifted men to the church who can... uh, I don't want to say be experts, but can specialize Mm -hmm. in... You know, in knowing his word and unpacking it and being able to un- unfold it to the church. Um, ultimately, uh, the reason that it's important is because God's word is supernatural mm-hmm. and it's the primary uh, it's the primary means by which the Holy Spirit uses to, to transform us into the image of Christ. Yeah, One of the things yeah. I'll talk about this afternoon is the people were being robbed by those mm-hmm. problems. They were being robbed of the supernatural power right. of God's Word uh, because the prophets weren't speaking God's Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that supernatural power, you know, sermons are not supernatural. Your opinions, mm-hmm. my opinions, our preferences are not supernatural. God's truth is mm-hmm. supernatural, right, right. and uh, God has wired His economy in such a way that the Spirit uses the Word as the primary agent of recreating people into the image of Christ. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think um, this is kind of the primary uh, push of your, uh, maybe the most recent book, uh, Decisional Preaching, mm-hmm. but... I think one of the differences between preaching and teaching is the the move toward decision, yeah. right? So teaching is going to be this: uh, you can teach a whole lesson and and be smarter about it or know more than you walked in with, but you don't necessarily have to move toward doing something, being something different, yeah. believing different. You could just have greater knowledge, right? Yeah. I think preaching, true preaching is the work of driving to decision. What is this text? Uh, it's still expository preaching. What is this text leading me to do or believe different? Uh, and that's a weekend and week out thing. It's arguably a day in and day out thing. But uh, in the preaching, you're, you're asking for more than just greater knowledge, right? right? It, is a, it, is a, it is a transformational, and that's why we look to it as supernatural, yeah. right? Brother, listen, I want you to come and talk to my classes. Uh, you've, <laughs> you've said that incredibly well. You know, there's there's a lot of overlap between preaching and teaching. You know, I, I think all preaching better involve teaching, but all teaching uh, doesn't necessarily contain mm-hmm. all of the elements of preaching, and, and you've identified one of them, and that is uh, the demand for a verdict. Mm-hmm. You know, God's truth uh, always demands a verdict. That's true for unbelievers mm-hmm. when they hear the gospel uh, and they're wrestling with deciding for the gospel the very first time, saying yes or no to it. 
but it's true every week in our mm-hmm. churches when we when pastors are preaching pastorally to their congregations every bit of god's truth demands a verdict so if i'm preaching on ephesians 5 husbands loving their wives like christ loved the church um Men of God sitting in the congregation are responsible for saying yes or no to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk out of here and I'm going to not do that mm-hmm. or I'm keep not doing it or I'm going to resolve by God's grace to do that. And that's part of the sanctification yeah. process. It's part of the discipleship process of us saying yes to God's truth. Essentially, I think it's the same thing that Paul was talking about you know, in Galatians 5, of walking in the Spirit so that you don't gratify the desires of the flesh. You know, the Spirit is working in our lives, uh, you know, when we're exposed to truth, and we either say yes or no to that. And when we say yes to it, we grow in the image of Christ. When we say no to it, we fall back, I think, yeah, or we, yeah. we hinder that process and that growth. So, yeah, it's it's so, so crucial. You know? Well, I, I think, too... Um, there is a word from the and and it is amazing how God's word does this. That when you preach Ephesians five, husbands love your wives, sacrifice as Christ did for the church. There's a word even in that for the single woman in the church, right? Yeah. Uh, when you're teaching, sometimes uh, it feels like oh we're just learning the the you know, the Greek language right. and learning about what Ephesians, what Paul was saying and da-da-da-da. But in the preaching, in the in the work that the Word does, allows for the for my 14-year-old daughter, who is a believer, to hear that truth and to apply that, not, not as a husband. She's yeah. not applying that as a husband. She's not applying it as a wife. Right. Right? She's 14. But she's applying a greater understanding of who Christ is. Yeah. This is what Christ... So the verdict then is, so I can trust in Him. I can trust in Jesus day in and day out because he sacrificed for me. Right. And yeah, he put a a physical picture of that in my dad, hope me, hopefully, that I'm sacrificing for my wife so he she can see that. Uh but the the word for her is this is the perfect example is found in Christ. Christ is the one who did that. And that's you know, that's the thing that ties that passage as well as the way it keeps going. You know, yeah. it's all based on the gospel. Yeah. You know. Husbands act like this, wives act like this, because you're running videos of the relationship of Christ in the mm-hmm. church. Uh, parents and children, mm-hmm. you know, you lose the chapter division, you go into chapter six, yeah. you know, and then, you know, servants and masters, you know, which I think they're implications for our contemporary employment, mm-hmm. you know. So you're exactly right. Yeah. There's, you know, there's principle there that, you know, God uses at all stages of life. But one of the common denominators, the most important, is it's all rooted in the gospel. Do this, be this, because this is what Jesus yeah. did. Yeah. If you're speaking to the church member listener, this will be the wrap-up question. But as you're thinking, um, as, a, as a church member, listener to preaching, how might you encourage them as they listen to the word being preached? The first thing I would say is see the preaching event as a supernatural moment. Mm. Seems like in a lot of our churches, both pastors and congregants are more interested in creating a coffee shop experience Mm -hmm. than they are really truly believing that, hey, we're going to have the opportunity to hear God talk. Mm. 
that that lifts this preaching thing for both preachers and listeners above the natural. This, this is a supernatural event. And so I think that expectation, mm-hmm. that that you know anticipation that we have the opportunity to hear the very voice of God. And the second thing I would say, and this, by the way, shows up in this text, I'll preach this afternoon, mm-hmm. but it also shows up in 2 Timothy 4, and that is that there's always going to be a tendency on the listener's part to want the preacher to say what they want to hear, mm-hmm. what the, you know, this is what I want mm-hmm. to hear, and this is what I want you to tell me. I want mm-hmm. you to tell me I'm okay. I want you to tell me all's good, and there are no consequences to mm-hmm. the way I'm living. Um, and, and, and so I, I would say to the, the listener, the believer in Christ, um, um, be objective with regard to your what you want, what you desire. Desire to hear what God says as opposed to what you want mm-hmm. to be said to you because you trust that what he says is where the supernatural power is to change your life. Yeah, good word. No, I, I think that's a word for all of us, even for us as preachers, too, that we approach, I mean, that's a weight, that we approach preaching like a supernatural event. Yes. And so, as such, the responsibility to get out of the way that's right. uh, quite often. And so, um, yeah, I hope for you listeners that this was helpful for you and an encouragement um, as you look to the Word to be to be the what has power, not even to your preacher, but to the, the Word yeah. itself. That was excellent, guys. Thank you, Dr. Shaddix, again for for being with us today. Um, And thank you, listeners, for joining us today on the Christ and All podcast. A new episode airs each Wednesday. If this episode has been interesting or helpful to you, you can subscribe and share this on your favorite social media platform. If you have a question or a topic that you would like for us to discuss on the podcast, send that to info at colonialheights.org. We look forward to hearing from you and thank you for listening.